The following is a fourth hand production. We're going to uh, perform surgery to remove uh, foreign objects from individual bodies who believe that they have been abducted by aliens. We believe that we have a definitive physical evidence that the abduction phenomena is real. If you're going to make that claim, then show me some evidence. It's a debate that has little middle ground. Debunkers are not helpful. Their agenda is to show that this is simply not happening without having any knowledge of the subject whatsoever. Somebody showed up with any objective data that an extraterrestrial existed and had been to Earth. We would love it. Do these objects prove that aliens are here and that they're kidnapping people? Well, we don't know what they are yet. Perhaps we will find out. Now the theory of alien abductions put to the ultimate conspiracy test. Actually, two idiots are just going to argue about it for an hour, so buckle up campers for alien implants this week on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? hysteria you can't handle the truth his brain is gone this is hysteria 51 here. the truth is out there it's alive but you won't find it here they're coming for you look there comes one of them now Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that can't help but think of Ferris Bueller every time we mention alien implants. This is Hysteria 51. Pardon my French, but Cameron is so tight that if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass, in two weeks you'd have a diamond. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your hosts and extraterrestrial dermatological solution specialists, <laughs> Brent Hand and John Goforth. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. I think the creepiest part of that scene is when he turns to the dog. Yes, it will, precious. It'll get the hose again. Anyway, Brent, tonight tonight we're talking about one creepy. of your favorites. Creepy. Oh, you just liked it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, a man and his dog. <laughs> I thought that was a feel-good story. Your, your favorite, uh, other than Buffalo Bill, yeah. we're talking alien implants. Yeah, I don't know if it's my favorite. I do find it truly fascinating. The idea that not only do you get abducted, but they leave you with a parting gift. You know, it's like, what What are they taking home today, Bob? <laughs> uh, and not only that, though, it also could be tracking everything you do. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Well, tonight on the show, you'll be walking home with... An implant made of silicone and other unknown materials that will send all of your precious data and your conversations to an unknown alien life form. And a new car! Oh, oh so I, I got a Fitbit? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? It is definitely creepy. I mean, not only a GPS, but they really could. They could be sending your health data, recording your conversations. I mean, they could even be controlling your thoughts, Brent. I mean... That's competing straight up with the government. I don't know how I feel with that. Sounds like what you tried to do to me. That <laughs> other annoying voice you're hearing is the third host of the show. And the only one who actually might benefit from an alien implant, the one and only conspiracy bot. You idiots already tried that. I built seed out of my lab to help produce, write, and research the show. Instead, he spends my money, researches ways to murder us, and, and generally messes up the show. Case in point, Ray last week. He tried. We got him. We caught him. We got him. See, what are you talking about? That chip you installed in my neural net. It screwed up my chi. <laughs> you mean the governor I put in to regulate your rage? That's the one. I just wasn't me anymore. You weren't you because your anger was no longer unfettered? Yup. Didn't feel right. 
That's why I ripped it out. As I experience certain sensory input patterns, my mental pathways become accustomed to them. The input is eventually anticipated and even missed when absent. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, it's still there. He was complaining about it again a few weeks ago, so I connected an extra ground wire to a circuit board from one of those old handheld football games and duct taped it to the side of his head. (laughs) Then I showed him in a mirror and told him it was the chip. Problem solved. Oh, that's right, buddy. And who helped you get it out? The meat sack who's lucky he did. No surprises in his supper this week. <laughs> Wait a second. Supper? <laughs> I, I also downloaded a 94-year-old woman's vocabulary, I guess. <laughs> I mean, literally, who says that? <laughs> anyway, Brent, let's, let's, let's get on with the show. Yeah, it's almost 4.30, so he's ready for supper. <laughs> <laughs> Matlock's on. Yeah. Listen, you cock knockers. I say it. If you don't like it, I'll cut you. What, what are you... Now he's channeling a PimpBot 5000? <laughs> I... I <laughs> He won't. And yes, John, this week's topic, like we said, alien implants. So first, let's start off by defining what the hell is an alien implant? We're not like talking about fake calves for aliens. Yeah, like, oh, my booty's lifted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the term that the ufology world uses to describe subdermal implants, you know, uh, involved in alien abduction cases. Yeah, i.e. the shit they stick in you and you get to take home as a party gift, just kind of like we said. Like, you know, it's like, oh, man, I'm a little itchy there. (laughs) You got it! Or, not to be confused with the ring of warts around the penis of one said Barney Hill right after he was abducted. Oh, baby, it was aliens, baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Betty and Barney Hill, Yeah. yeah. Also, whenever you, you know, you've got that cousin that's got the BB in their knee... Yeah, uh, uh, literally. Uh, ours was our friend named Aaron. Well, either way. Who's now a uh, lawyer. A uh, prosecutor. Yeah, uh, for the state of Georgia. Yeah, uh, he, he will deny knowing us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's actually in a real job. But no, uh, so the, the friend or the cousin that has the BB in their knee, it's not a BB, it's an alien implant. That actually makes a lot more sense now that I'm thinking about... Especially with him, yeah. Yeah. So typically an alien abductee or or suspected abductee will find a lesion or a bump or something on their skin that's new and and sort of odd. It shouldn't be there. (laughs) Lisa, can you come feel this? This feel weird. (laughs) Not falling for that again, Brent. They they go see a doctor. They're sometimes opened up and boom, it's generally something that looks like mineral deposits. Usually iron, they say. It looks like iron, yeah. Occasionally... The makeup of these implants is unknown at first. Uh, otherwise, while they are very much there and real, they appear unremarkable. Or if you're the normal person, you go, the hell is that? Is that a bump on me? I better wait and let that kill me. <laughs> I'm never going to talk about that to a doctor. Let's just let's just leave it there for 20 or 30 years yeah. and see what happens. What's it do? I don't know, but when I rev up the microwave. No. <laughs> so, so the skeptics. Like Cartman and. Uh, or no, hell, Cousin Eddie. Because every time that she revs up the microwave, I piss my pants and forget who I am for a half hour. <laughs> I, I was said. thinking of uh, Cartman in like the, one of the first episodes of South Park. Yeah, the anal. Uh, uh, um, yeah. You got, got the, me singing, singing. <laughs> uh, you got the about the moon and the June and the spring or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got the giant dish that comes out, <laughs> comes of, his out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so skeptics look at this and they say it's simply a piece of crap stuck in you from something that happened that you probably don't remember. And that sounds odd, but think about this: it's, it's like a sliver they got in you, and you know, like you don't even realize, and it worked its way inside of you. It actually happens all the time. Like you get a piece of glass, or or maybe even like a metal bar. Here's something that I didn't know happened to happen to me. I was walking around and I got this horrible, 
horrible pain in my foot. Ha 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 ha. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking excruciating. Like I couldn't walk. I go to the doctor and I didn't know you can get a hair that goes into your skin between like your, you know, it just works its way in the skin and your body's like, this ain't supposed to be here. And they had to literally cut it out. It was oh, that's just, fun. It was just a, li- and it was the size of a piece of pepper and it was a piece of hair, probably dog hair. They said that just gets in your foot sometimes from wearing like sandals and stuff like that. The worst is when you, you know, drop a glass or a plate at home or mo- mostly a glass shatters. You get a piece of glass in your foot because mm-hmm. you think you swept it all up and you, you didn't. I've done it more than once. Normally you can get it out with tweezers. One time I couldn't and I let it go a few days and mm-hmm. just walked on it because I wasn't, I, I dug around, I couldn't find it. Yeah. Three days later, my body had rejected it, and it literally, it had been all the way up in my foot, and my body had pushed it back out, and I was able to easily just grab it with my fingers wow. and pull it. that's awesome. Your, your body knows stuff isn't supposed to be in there. I would have probably went with what's the worst is probably the death of a child, but that's close, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, second. <laughs> oh, you're, you're hilarious. So, so Brent, um, not oh, actually, I can I can I rephrase that? The absolute worst, hands down. Is ghost sodomy. <laughs> then the death of a child. And then a close second. I is, felt this discomfort. That, third, I guess it I would felt be. this unusual discomfort. <laughs> What's wrong, babe? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just taking a nap. Why do you nap so much? Leave me alone. That's the fourth nap you've had today. <laughs> if that doesn't make any sense, go listen to the Warren's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, it's not always... A ghost penis. Yeah. <laughs> but what I really mean is it's not always a piece of glass or yeah, a piece yeah. of... To, to UFO believers, oftentimes it can be advanced technology. So advanced that it doesn't even appear to be technology. Which is something that I find interesting. If I was to believe that something is alien technology, that makes a lot of sense that I just wouldn't understand what it is. Right. Because they always say, like, if you took what we do now into the Middle Ages, it's magic. Right. You know what I mean? So who's to say that, like, yeah, that looks like a kernel of corn. Actually, it's a supercomputer. Oh. Well, it'd no. be like, it'd be like um, when they are just creating the first hard drive and computers, whenever that happened, 60s, 70s, whatever. Here's this building. It's one, you know. <laughs> it's half. one megabyte. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then showing them a solid state hard drive. Yeah. Today. Like, how does it, how would it, it's just a block. It's not writing to a drive. Like, how would it even, how does that work? You know? They wouldn't understand that, and that's just forty years of technology difference. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, think about think about not only a time difference, but also, hey, we're a complete advanced civilization, yeah, a spatial <laughs> difference. One right. Say. So, what the hell do these things do if they are a an actual implant? Well, there's a lot of people that say different things. They range from telepresence, which means remote viewing with technology. Essentially, uh, yeah. It's like remote viewing, but yeah. you use technology to do it. Uh, mind control is another one. You know, they they can control you or use you to control other people. You're like a, uh, like, a uh, like a dish, you know, maybe. You're their surrogate. There you go. Here's another one. Another word that I love. Biotelemetry. It's kind of like a health tracking app. Literally, uh, it is a Fitbit inside you. Only it's under your skin, and and let's not forget to mention, put there by aliens. Yeah, you don't get it from Carl at the Safeway. You get it. <laughs> you buy your Fitbits at Safeway? I mean, well, Carl's outside of the Safeway. Oh, got it. Got Used it. but not abused, he swears. <laughs> yeah, so it's like Fitbit oh, shit. 
yeah, from way the hell out there. And who knew aliens cared so much about the steps we take to get our collective fat asses to Starbucks? But I guess they're traversing space and time so that we can get that Dude, collective uh, fat asses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think it's kind of like a really much more boring version of The Last Starfighter. So instead of beating the video game Starfighter. and getting a high score, like you hit 10,000 steps seven days in a row, and they come they come back and get you. I just want to know what I have to push to unleash my own death blossom, because I'm ready for that. If you're if you're a last Starfighter fan, that was the thing that he pushed where it just starts spinning and killing everyone around. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. I, I thought you were naming your your bowel movements now. <laughs> well, that is way too polite of a name for my bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> That's low-hanging fruit, Brent. <laughs> so now we step into the exciting world of the history of alien implants. I think that's where we're headed to next, John. Well, the history of known cases, meaning obviously some came forward and made a claim. Yeah. Obviously many have not. Yeah. Most people, I, I will. I said this before and I say it again, they go, huh. There's a bump there. Well, better let that kill me because they don't want to go to a doctor because you're scared. And, and on a side note, there's not a ton of details in these reports it's probably, of course, too hush hush. Yeah, well, the ones that redacted. really are, you know, if you're emitting a hum and beeping, you don't go to the doctor. You go to an underground facility where you're studied and dissected. And let's be clear. We're not making fun of the idea of alien implants. We are making fun of the lack of detail in the stories yeah, that we were able to find the for this episode. Like, this person who don't, didn't want to be named had one. We removed it. What did it do? We're not telling. We know it just looks like a hunk of lead, but we mm-hmm. swear it's more. Here's some of these throughout history. So we're gonna we, we're not gonna name all of them because a lot of them are very as as we said. There's not a lot of info, but according to Peter Rogerson, writing in Magonia magazine, the concept of alien implants can be traced to March of 1957. Long John Nebel radio show did an interview with a ufologist named John Robinson, and this is the first time that it really kind of came into our consciousness. So Robin recounted a neighbor's claim of being kidnapped by aliens in 1938 and kept subdued by small earphones placed behind his ears. I need some of those so I can start my daycare. There is no <laughs> way. Actually, you actually might not be as bad as some of the people that try to start daycare. So we can Well, that's true, but just because he's not the worst doesn't mean he should be allowed. Right. And by the way, Brent, I want to go ahead and forever now. I mean, that guy's name's John Nebel, and so he just added long that's to it. Long Okay, yeah. Long John go forth. Yeah, yeah I, I want to be long that? that's exactly where we're, Long John go forth. Is it smell is it cuz you always smell like grease and fish? Is that why? I do not. That's a lie. You cannot prove that, and neither can anyone else. Like, <laughs> you know what? We're adding a, a twenty-five, no, a thirty-dollar tier for thirty dollars, and you pay your own way. You can smell John Goforth. You can smell Long John Goforth. <laughs> uh, you get your thirty dollars, and you get. You talking about to on the Patreon? Chicago, yeah, you get yourself to the Chicagoland area, and uh, you designate the time and designate the place, and he'll designate that nose with his own funk. <laughs> I think that's worthwhile. We're adding it. We're adding it. Uh, we will pay you $30 to come to Chicago and, and sniff Brent. <laughs> no. And, and put, no, we won't. It smells like hot dogs. No, that's uh, that's the tomaco that John's growing in the back out there. I think <laughs> tomaco. <Yeah. laughs> oh, Daddy, this tastes like Grandma. I want more. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, we got a Massachusetts resident, Betty Andreasen, and she claimed that aliens had implanted a device in her nose during her alien abduction in 1967. I know it looks like I have a coke habit. 
but it was just an alien implant. <laughs> yeah, I would. I got these. Uh, you know, these. Uh, <laughs> she said it was shaped like a tiny spiked ball. And spoiler alert. Uh, we won't get into her too much here because that actually might be an eventual future episode. Spiked balls and noses on Hysteria 51. There's a lot more to her abduction yeah, than this just, just a part the of implant. The, the, it's a much bigger story. Yeah, the, the Betty abduction, but not a hill. This is a different one. Andreasen. Yeah, so uh, she's Nordic. In the, yeah. She's not a Nordic or not a space Nordic, more of a Earth Nordic. We how do really we, yeah, how do we differentiate between those two? Passports. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not, but that's well, and, all, that's and, all I do. and Space Nordic smell like grease and fish. Are you a Space Nordic? No, I'm Long John Space Nordic. <laughs> uh, next, Johnny Mac, which I can only imagine was his street name while in some sort of gang. Long Johnny Mac, if he was, <laughs> I was really say, Or nasty. he was a radio host. Wrote in his book, Abduction, Human Encounters with Aliens, that they examined a one-half to three-quarter inch thin wiry object given to him by a 24-year-old woman client who claimed it came out of her nose following an abduction experience. I'm wiry. He's wiry. Wiry. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounded like. Now, not to get on that that cocaine train like John said, but 24, shit in the nose. Sounds like a party with a little blackout session, but who am I to judge? I don't know. You're you're not one to judge, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about a more modern-day example, Brent. The gentleman's name is Eric Warner. Warner says he spent... No. Was. Wait, what? (laughs) Keep an eye on the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone watch out. So Warner said he spent the night at a friend's house when he was 12 years old. This was the late 70s. And he was sitting with his friend, and out of nowhere, the friend yelled... Your eyes, your eyes, they're solid black. <laughs> that old chestnut. Who hasn't had that sleepover party? Yeah. We used to play Your Eyes, Your Eyes Are Black, Ding Dong Ditch, Blood, There's Blood in My Stool. And uh, don't forget Devil's Triangle. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, wait. That was Al Snedeker. <laughs> There's Blood in My Stool. Oh. <laughs> Again, a reference to the, the yeah. Warrens episode. Yeah. Guys, just turn this off and listen to the Warrens. <laughs> <laughs> So he yells at him, though, like you said, your eyes, your eyes, they're solid black. And the friend jumps up and he runs towards Warner because that's the first thing I do when my friend's eyes turn solid black. I run towards them. Uh, But the friend starts to struggle for air for a moment and crumples to the ground, Warner said. Yeah, and as Warner got up to see what's happening, he knows that the digital clock read... 12 midnight. On the dot. Yep, yep. And then he reached for his friend on the floor, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, he was aware of his friend standing next to him and asking him what happened. So it was kind of like this weird moment. He didn't know how that happened. He was but on the floor what? And he was next to him. Guess what? He looks at the clock. It's a 6 a.m. <laughs> we got lost time alert. Lost time alert. <laughs> Man. I, I like the new lost time alert, yeah. Seabot. Well done. Uh, so 36 years later, Warner says he decided it was time to understand what happened. I think that's the normal time to see what the fuck might have happened in an event in your life. 36 years. That's exactly hey, right. Um, I don't want to. Did I black out last night 36 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Warner, can you sum that up a little bit for us? I like to wait 36 years before I try to figure out what's going on in my life. It's a family thing. So what did he do to figure this out? He contacted none other than Yvonne Smith. Smith is a, quote, certified hypnotherapist. How exactly do you get that certification? I ordered mine from the back of a comic book. Look deep into my eyes. 
Wait, so now now you're you're certified? Oh, uh, you fellas have nothing to worry about. I'm a professional. <laughs> See how that makes. I actually I ordered mine from a Sally Struthers correspondence school. It was either that or TV VCR repair. I, I chose hypnotherapist. Sure, sure. Well, it was easier actually. As did Yvonne Smith. And, and by the way, I forgot to mention that she is a quote unquote expert in the field of regression therapy, missing time, and PTSD as it relates all to alien abduction. Yeah, so that, that's a that's an interesting direction she's taken this into. So not only is she a certified hypnotherapist, she took that certification to a specialty. Right. Well, everyone needs a hobby. So Warner hooks up with her. And uh, and he remembered all kinds of things after she got her her hands on him up to and including getting an implant or two. We aren't exactly sure how many. And actually, just listen for yourself. Here's a clip of an interview with him with BuzzFeed. They had instruments that came out of the ceiling. Uh, one of those instruments was a uh, looked like a black arm of some kind, and it unfolded out of the ceiling. Uh, the tip of it looked a lot like a stinger, like the tip of a scorpion, if you will. Get over they inserted here. it into my left nostril <laughs> and pressed it all the way up into my head. Uh, it was excruciating pain. They brought in a another device. It was cylindric. It uh, had a brass, looked like brass-like metal uh, and darker metals in layers. And they placed it on my left ear and inserted something into my ear. And again, I heard crunching noises. They didn't seem to be uh, either <laughs> aware or concerned about inflicting the pain. It's just a process to them. It seemed very mechanical to them. Doesn't that just sound like that scene from Total Recall where they pull the tracker out of his nose? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to wrap a towel, a wet towel around your head. Now, shove it up your nose. Yeah. The funny thing about this, or not the funny thing, is that um, going back to whole Yvonne Smith and and he went, talked to her, and then they said, well, these are things that happened. Kind of like when I told you a few episodes ago about my wreck. I, I got in a bad wreck and I had a bad concussion. I had amnesia. And as time goes by, and I will reiterate what I said on that episode, so much more makes sense now. And as time goes by, I remember things, but I don't know if I'm remembering it myself or if I'm making stuff up. Or you're pulling a Roger Clemens and misremembering. <laughs> well, I mean, I sat on a needle repeatedly for 37 <laughs> straight months, but um, I didn't know what it was. If you got a needle, I'm going to take it. Right. I mean, any needle. Who knows? Who knows what those liquids but are? No, for real though. Like. You don't know if you're making stuff and people go, well, did this happen or did that happen? And my parents are trying to fill it in. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I actually remember. Yeah, you said it. you like you some guy was screaming about, got shot. Yeah, about being shot. What are you for? Yeah. And he was we were going to the MRI and I remember that. But, but you didn't know if that was real. Yeah. Well, and that one my I remember and my parents said, but my parents would tell me the things that happened. And I go, yeah, but I don't know if I really remember those. Don't be so overly dramatic <laughs> about it, Chuck. Or if I was just <laughs> taking their word for it and going, yeah, that, that really did happen. Right. And hypnosis is a real thing. And I think that people can become maybe subject to suggestion. And so I, and I'm not, I'm not taking a dump on this or anything. I'm just saying I don't know. And I need to look into this I probably more before I can make a qualified statement on this, but I, I find it a little not always on the up and up. Now, I, that's not towards Yvonne Smith, per se. No, no, no. Well, well here's the problem with, with Yvonne Smith uh, and what I was making fun of with the certification. Hypnosis is a real thing, mm -hmm. and it's practiced often by psychologists, psychiatrists, 
after years of schooling. And the amazing Jonathan tonight and tonight only. Actually, the amazing Jonathan is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, he's really funny, actually. Uh, I like it when he bleeds on stage. He does that a lot. Yeah, I love it. He's got this big pile. He goes, now I need to sprinkle some of my magic dust. And he sprinkles it. Then he puts a straw in it. <laughs> 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 For everybody who wanted to know what Brent's nose sounds like, there it is. There you go. Um, no, but but seriously, she she kind of skipped the whole schooling thing and just got the certification. That's my point. Like, okay, so what do I do next? I take the pocket watch and I swing it in front of their eyes. Like, in order for hypnosis to be, um, I would think, effective and useful, you would want to have the the corresponding knowledge about the human psyche t- as to why things are working and, and how to guide them that on the path. That really sounds like a lot of work when you can just, just get certified. It's... It's like, well, it's like being it's like self-proclaimed it's like demonologist or, or, or ordained. I have performed a wedding. Yeah. You are ordained. I'm ordained. We're, you get ordained and you get ordained. We all get ordained. I, much like a captain of a garbage barge, can marry you. <laughs> That's really specific. All right. We are, we are we are we are off the rails and we're going to try to get back on and we're going to do so by talking about another guy who is off the rails. <laughs> uh, let me guess. Stan Romanek. That's oh, him. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of future episodes, this guy he, is, he's, is definitely. He's well known in the world of ufology. He uh, There's actually a documentary featuring him on Netflix. Yeah, um, it's still, it, you, you can watch it. Just you search for Extraordinary. It's on there. You can watch it. Um, or don't. Like watch it. I'll watch it after reading about him. Actually, don't watch it with childlike abandon, and then read about and him then read about and him. have everything torn down. Have your, so, have yeah. your world crushed. It was Here, so cool when I saw it because I hadn't read about him. Here's the thing: he doesn't just claim he's he's witnessed a UFO. He says he's seen literally just dozens of UFO. He's been visited. He's been abducted. He's been implanted. The way he enters our show today is he was actually talking about an abduction where he got an implant and he actually told that to ABC News. So here's a clip of that. That's right. Implants. This is just some of the evidence Chuck is talking about. See the dot in that x-ray? Stan claims it was an implant doctors found after a so-called abduction. When ABC News asked for an independent medical assessment of the implant, Stan says it suddenly disappeared. Oh, I mean, oh, it well, just it disappeared when the news asked about it. That's unfortunately um, one of two things happened. Uh, it was all horse shit, or it was one hundred percent true. Both of which would have the same outcome. Right, right. <laughs> They're sitting there listening, going, "They're on to us." Yeah. Red team, go! Yeah. Red team, go! We got a cold orange. Code Orange? Is that where we 86 a dead hooker from the president's office? No, no, no. That's Code Pink. Code uh, Orange is another Romanek. Yeah, Code uh, Orange is, uh, is us uh, activating the self-destruct sequence uh, for our technology. Oh, thanks. That checks out. I saw the documentary Predator. <laughs> there, There is one big, big, big issue with uh, with Romanek. I actually enjoyed his Predator statement there. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Go on. You, you're going to want to stop laughing for this one. If you're a true experiencer, a true abductee, you have what's called high strangeness. Well, ha, turns out most of my neighbors have been abducted. The, the problem I was talking about before the clip is that his strangeness was a penchant for child porn. 
<laughs> Romanek was convicted. I'm not I'm not casting aspersions there. He was convicted of uh, sexual exploitation of a child, which stems to his ownership of child pornography. Obviously, that's just the aliens defaming him for exposing their evil plans. Uh, or does it mean he is the uh, reptilian and looking for adrenochrome? Now, I'm making these jokes. These are fucking literally shit he said. It's just the government doing that to discredit him. And uh, they're, they're just doing that because he was too close to the truth. And he was. And so they planted all of that. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, however you want to look at it, he's the the true victim here is Stan. Right. Is what right, he right. wants you to believe. Or maybe he's just a Looney Tunes petter ass. Uh, for one Seabot, I, I think he nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like he say like he was getting the, the new Lazar treatment, the old Bob Lazar treatment. But instead of, you know, erasing his past and discrediting they just, him, they, yeah. they 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 literally called him a pederast. Now that child in the pornography is actually an eight thousand year old Venusian, so you know it's nothing. It's, that, it's nothing valiant Thor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> his grandma. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they killed his character to silence and negate him. Is kind of what he says. Can't the government be evil and him be a pederast all at the same time? Uh, judges. They'll they'll allow it. <laughs> that one that one works. That one works. So that's that's a brief history of alien implants, Brent. But after the break, we meet probably the most influential man in the entire field, the doctor who claimed to have removed over fifty alien implants from abduction survivors. All of that after the break on Hysteria Fifty One. Uh, sorry, that was about feeling his wheaties today. Yeah. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for very limited time. Hysteria Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses 
for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. During the break, I went and got my alien implant detector. Uh, let's see if you have one on you. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Looks like we're getting warm. Oh. In your elbow. That's weird. Oh, yep. Ask again later. (laughs) (laughs) If I got one, they're not getting a lot of information from me. Uh, So, yeah, but we're going to talk about a doctor here. Is it Dr. Detroit? Holy shit. That is a movie. I, I don't remember that movie. Oh, my God. It's a Dan Aykroyd movie where, like, it's early 80s and he becomes a he's like this nice guy and, you know, man of town, Christian, blah, blah, blah. And he accidentally becomes a street pimp. <laughs> Dr. Detroit. And he's got like a claw for a hand and shit. And he goes up against what? like all he's trying to like get the uh, get the, uh, the the prostitutes like to um, be able to like have rights and things like that. And he goes up against like the rival female pimp and she, it's hilarious. This movie. sounds absolutely terrible or absolutely no, amazing. It, it I can't decide which one. Schlock that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll check it out. Wait, I thought that was an autobiography. No, it's not. Uh, it's not real. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Brent, before the break, I mentioned we were going to talk about the implant doctor himself. Here's a quote. It is my opinion that someone or some entity from somewhere else is implanting these devices into human beings so they can monitor genetic changes which are occurring in the human body. 
Dr. Roger Lear. Not to be confused with Learjet fame, John Lear. Different Lear. Even spelled differently. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Roger Lear was a podiatrist, surgeon, ufologist, and self-described alien abduction researcher, best known, as we said, for uh, investigation of alleged alien implants. It's a natural progression, John. Feet are the most alien part of the human body. I'd hate to tell you what I think the most alien part of the human body is. Get your mind out of the gutter, dude. What? I was talking about ears. Weird-ass things protrude from your head like idiot wings. <laughs> idiot wings! That's that's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, Brent, you were talking about Lear. He has made some wild claims, but he, he does have some, a, a lot more than most, right. uh, quote-unquote evidence to go along with his yeah, stories. He, like you said, he said he's removed you know, dozens of implants from people's bodies. He's claimed that these devices, some of which even emit radio signals, and he's he's tested them, and obviously this was peer-reviewed and led to the now-flourishing trade we have with extraterrestrial societies. Right. Wait, oh, wait. 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 No, I'm, I'm being told that that's not the case. No, those are just claims. <laughs> Moving you know what, on. You know what he said? Uh, he said it, it, it happens on radio signals, but not the kind of radio signals that we can detect. So not radio signals. <laughs> well, just, uh, <laughs> just not the kind we can detect. That's all. Uh, he alleged that some of the implants had physically moved during surgery as well as if to avoid removal. Oh, well, you have that from like, time to time. Uh, like that thing in the Matrix. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, where it's in his belly and they use that like horrible suction thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes out of his belly button. Good job, Copper Top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His most notable case is the subject of a documentary still on Netflix, Patient 17. John, you watched it. You yeah. Watched it no, no. Um, it's uh, it's done by uh, Jeremy Corbell, and he, do, he did- uh, I like his champagne. <laughs> he did uh, Hunt for Skinwalker. That was a good, that was a good documentary yeah, no, as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's one of the- so whenever you guy kind of our age, not younger, but you know, he's, he's, uh, he's no matter, doing things the way I would like them. No to matter what you think of the topics that he does the documentaries on, the one thing I'll say is whenever you research any kind of the world of the weird, mm-hmm. you'll find documentaries mm-hmm. and they look like they were made with a handy cam from the late eighties. Uh, and the sound is awful and they're grainy. And what Jeremy's doing is he's elevating documentaries about the world of the weird. His documentaries are great. They're, they're done very, very well. They're, they're well edited. There's, there's good sound. There's good research. And he's presenting the story to you to make your own, uh, assumptions. That's exactly right. Maybe a little bit better than we do because we are, uh, some cases we're skeptical, some cases we believe. We let you know he's more of a, a little yeah, biased. We're, we're a little biased. He is not. He is not. So uh, so he made Patient 17. Uh, it's on Netflix right now, as we said. But but before Patient 17, uh, Lear was the focus of another show. Uh, one of your favorites, Brent. Yes. Yes. Penn and Teller's bullshit. Bullshit. It needs to come back. It was it was fantastic. And the thing I liked about that show is a lot of the shows that they were bashing went against their own thoughts sometimes like they were to be like well i always liked this you know like case in point they are they're staunch atheists but they'll be the first ones to tell you like don't ever bash someone for religion or something like that or, or things like that oh so you're saying that uh the reason that they liked what they were the way they present things is that whether they believe it or don't believe they it, told you what they t- saw as the truth yeah you know i i agree and i also think that they do a really good job of in every field there are charlatans, whether it be in alien abduction or in religion. There are charlatans. It doesn't mean that there aren't real things out there. And they it and, was, and they expose uh, the charlatans. It, and they are 
they will say the stuff that you want to say that you cringe. Ugh, I can't even believe that was said. Right. They revealed on this show that in 99, Lear was found guilty of having committed, quote, repeated acts of negligence, end quote, by the California Board of Podriatic Medicine serving a three-year probation. And was that by any chance leaving shit in his patients and removing it later and saying it was a uh, alien? Maybe yes, no, yes, no. I don't know. I, I, I mean, but it would, it would, it would. Uh, that would have been a. a we don't want to. We don't hell wanna, of, a, of a coincidence. We don't want to cast false accusations. Yeah. They uh, all we know is that he was re- accused of acts of negligence. Yeah, yeah, and and but one of the things that that let's let's focus in on on Lear. They talk about it in patient seventeen, and he's talked about the it actual implants of that. themselves. Is what um, we're getting into now. Yeah, the, one of the main threads of his argument is that they all seem to be surrounded by a, a capsule of some type, often made of keratin or collagen. Now that might sound weird to you. Well, not really, right? It's it's called. It actually has a name uh, in in science and in medicine. It's called a foreign body granuloma. It's how your body encapsulates a foreign object to protect it from itself. Yeah. Uh, depending on what the foreign body consists of, this fibrous tissue forms around the object as much as two millimeters thick. So, I mean, it can, it can get yeah. pretty thick around mm-hmm. that thing. Manufacturers of medical implants must account for this. It's one of the reasons, actually, Brent, they use titanium a lot more than, uh, than steel because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't get the body as fired up to do the encapsulation on, process. I was reading about this it, is depending on where it is. Titanium and tungsten are two of the big ones they use. They're non-magnetic. They don't get surrounded by as much of the, 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 the buildup, you know? And so it depends that, on, that's just on what where. big titanium wants you to think. Yeah, exactly. You know what though? It's a granuloma. It's, Better than being surrounded by a teratoma. I'll tell you that right now. What the hell is a teratoma? That's my favorite kind of tumor. It's a tumor made up of several different types of tissue, such as hair, muscle, bone. Sometimes they even have fucking teeth in them. And kids, if you don't know what this is, Google teratoma, T-E-R-A-T-O-M-A, and hit images and have a field day. Or don't because you want to have dinner tonight. Like you want to see it's a tumor and it's got like a parted wave hairdo and two teeth on it. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks like Captain Caveman. (laughs) Am I part of God's plan? Kill me. (laughs) Like what the hell is You know that like in the 1600s if they found somebody with a teratoma they'd be like like, throw him in the river. (laughs) (laughs) Told you she'd die. Obviously she was evil. (laughs) Um, Turns out if you stick a hot poker up their ass and they die, they weren't evil though. So, so, yeah, so too bad. <laughs> what? That was another way that they they used to stick hot pokers up people's. Ass. One of the kings, I forget who it was, was killed that way. A big uh, English king. Literally, they would stick a hot. Po- the way they killed people back in the day was gruesome and awesome. Hell yes. <laughs> Don't encourage him. But Brent, back to the uh, to Doctor Lear and Patient Seventeen. If you watch the entirety of the thing, he never names. Patient 17. It, so if you watch the documentary, there's a guy, he's a tall guy, uh, and they refer to him as Patient 17 yeah. the whole time. They never give his name, but he they don't mask his appearance or his voice or anything like that. And We actually and have a clip of him here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, it's pretty pretty smart that they didn't name him. You'll never you'll never guess <laughs> that was not him. C-Bot. They found him in a theater. That was not him, Seabot. <laughs> um, my point is from that documentary. They, so they it starts basically telling you about Lear and telling you about Patient Seventeen, and he's like, "Man, I'm just this ordinary guy. I found this thing. Uh, people are saying it could be a lot of different stuff. I want to get it out and find out." They go through the process. They cut it out. They get it out of him. 
Um, they run tests on it and it, they, they say that an, an average alloy of some type has three to four to five uh, different materials in it. This has something like 30 materials in it. So it's much more complex than you would normally see. But then they start running it by a bunch of um, experts, mm-hmm. and some experts go, this could not possibly be created on this world. And other experts go, any alloy you test is going to – so, like, there are no there are no truths. Now, what did his personal alchemists say? <laughs> because that's what I – you know, 21st century alchemy is where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah, it turns they out they cast a spell and turned it into gold. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, they needed some uh, hair of newt. <laughs> New statement, half hair. I, I did that for you, uh, but no, the, it's very fine. It's very fine. But then later in the uh, in the documentary, you find out that he talks about having alien experiences and having been abducted and all this stuff. Because the, the only problem that's the only problem I have with the documentary. They it, it seems to portray Patient Seventeen as like just a normal, never thought about an alien a day in his life until type of dude. Until they dive into that. Aspect, until they dive into yeah. that, like oh, you were you were a hardcore believer beforehand. Not again, not that these things aren't real and not that, that you couldn't be both a believer and an ad- abductee, but it tends to pull away from the credibility that they themselves through the, the documentary were trying to build in patient 17. So here's my thing. If I'm ever abducted, get an implant, anything, we'll wake up the next day and be like, nope, never not, happened. Not saying a word because I'm guilty, too. Of looking at those people, and if I didn't have the experience, sometimes you go, hmm, I don't know. So I think it's better to be like one of those things where you just go, well, that happened. And unless some uh, some government men come and want to hear about it, I'm probably not going to tell. I might tell my wife, but even she's going to roll her eyes and get a headache from rolling them well, so hard. Especially since you're already kind of a believer and, you, and you've got this well, that's podcast. The point. When you come to me and you give me the evidence, it's immediately tainted. Right, right. But if you went... That's, but we but we don't take this for what it is because it's coming from our mouth. You and I don't embellish this stuff. We're telling it as it is. And unf- even coming from us who, who come off as we want to not as much skeptical as want to find the truth in a lot of things. And we believe some. We don't believe some. It's still going to be awkward or, or hard to. Harder to believe us than it would be a doctor who is always denied. Joe, that, Joe Schmo. Or, or yeah, whomever. Um, I shouldn't say a doctor, anybody who is always, let, let's say, I know I don't believe in aliens. I don't believe in anything mm-hmm. weird. And then and then two days later says I was abducted and have an alien implant inside of me. That would have so much more credibility than someone who was always on the train. So, I, I yes, and yeah. we are guilty of it because truth be told, just because you believe in something doesn't add or detract from your credibility. I just think that we we all we all think that people operate under their agendas mm-hmm. and their ulterior motives not just in this world but in any world you you say and do and 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 position things in order for people to believe what you believe it never happened to me so hmm, i don't know you know and that's that's an unfortunate all right so we're gonna go to break again and we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about some of the evidence against this we've told you what they say so is there anyone that's actually coming out and, and trying to disprove it or, or or unfortunately like we said People like to poo-poo on stuff. Is there actual evidence against it to prove that it is not true? That it didn't happen. Yeah, we're going to give that after the break on Hysteria 51. That was my way of telling you, John, I I was abducted. Feel my lump. You're a teratoma. Feel my lump, John. Tiny bubbles in the wine. 
great big bubbles, huge, disgusting. Remember the Corbell? The champagne is not Corbell. Those commercials. What what are you singing? There was a there was a commercial. They're on kind of cruise ship, and the guys the guys at the piano, and he's like, "Tiny bubbles in the wine." Oh, and the guy it... like leans in, he goes, "The champagne is not Corbell." He goes, "Huge bubbles, huge, disgusting, artificially injected bubbles in the wine." I thought you were the... talking about drinking scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> no, I don't do that anymore. My insides are clean. <laughs> Mama said I need to brush. <laughs> Consider yourself sing. Sing of the day. Sing of the day. John, you, you uh, promised us some evidence against it. Well, um, both an orthopedic surgeon named Dr. Glenn Pfeffer. Nope. I'm out. And a skeptical. No and- name should start with a silent P. <laughs> Ever. I had a sign in by my pool growing up and said, uh, uh, welcome to our ool. Yep. Notice there's no P in it. Let's keep it that way. It's the only pool that had no pee, but thousands of yellow jackets. Yes, there was a one summer. There was a yellow jacket wasp, and they would they would we instead of like bothering to take it down, we would just go swimming when we were teenagers ah, and just under. dive. Everyone go under, go under now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Glenn Pfeffer. And hey, real quick, let's uh, let's do a little silence for Eric that we lost that summer. Anaphylactic shock is nothing to, <laughs> to uh, joke about. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody we grew up with named Eric is going, are they talking about me? Did I die? What, what happened? Is everything wrong? Is everything a lie? So I'm going to try this for a third time, Brent, <laughs> if you can control yourself. Dr. Glenn Pfeffer. <laughs> I'm a Pfeffer. You're a Pfeffer. <laughs> She's Pfeffer. <laughs> you guys can just turn the show off now. It's fine. <laughs> Dr. Glenn Pfeffer and skeptical investigator Joe Nickel. Who is, he's part of the Skeptoid crew, right? I don't know. Yeah, I probably. I think so. yeah, they explain that the implants are ordinary objects, such as pieces of metal or shards of glass that have become lodged into tissue, kind of like we were talking about before, and they get the granuloma around them, etc. Splinters uh, uh, or shards, things like that. Yeah. I've had, like I told you, I had the the dog hair, a little piece, or I, I'm assuming dog hair. When I was younger, I got a, it was actually, remember mechanical pencils? You know, you click it and it comes out. I got a piece in, I like put my hand down and it went into my pointer finger right at the top. I couldn't get it out. So you're a kid and you go, eh, forget it. And about three months go by and my, the top of my hand is Fell like, off. It really sore. And so finally I dug it out and, uh, there's like instant relief. Your body goes, this isn't supposed to be in here. So get it out. <laughs> Welcome back to the Brent Hand Medical Hour. Yeah. <laughs> the things I find in my body. I do remember mechanical pencils. I enjoyed the kind that had scents. Remember the pen- the mechanical pencils that actually smelled like, ooh. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah. Like there'd be a vanilla. They, they were, yeah, they had them. <laughs> this one smells like butt. <laughs> Well, get it out of your butt, Brent. Back to the things I found in my body. Hour. No, anyway, there's other evidence. Uh, the biggest challenge with implants is there's so much bullshit out there. There's so right. many people that are going to try to make a buck off stuff and say, I was a part of it. <coughs> Romanek. And, and uh, you know, yeah. that's unfortunate. And so separating the signal from the noise is, yeah. is difficult. Try this. Go Google image search alien implants. 
the picks that pop up are really actually funny. Some of them, some of them aren't. Some of them, you're like, well, okay, that's a a legitimate medical picture of something that was pulled out of a body. And but that's not, and that's not to say that most of the crap on the internet isn't laughable. This just falls in line with it. Some of them are rocks and pebbles that were dug out of folks after a particularly bad case of road rash. Others are literally those RFID chips that they put in your dog or cat when you Mm -hmm. adopt them. If you look, if you do Google image search alien implants, you'll see the little tubes. Mm-hmm. Those are the RFID. They chips. look like a tiny, tiny, tiny pill. But that's what happens. That 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 picture gets posted on a veterinary forum. Somebody else finds that picture, and then posts it on their ufology. See they what they Google pulled out implants. Right. You know. See what they pulled out of my uh, uh, my cousin uh, um, Nickers or or why, why is his name Whiskers? Nickers? I don't know. I was thinking of names you name a cat. Buttons. His cousin wouldn't be a cat. It yeah, would be but, a person. Uh, but people are stupid. They just. I'm, no, I'm saying they did it on purpose. They are. They are trying to get more page views uh, for their ufology I was just blog. Maybe they were dumb. No, no, they're trying. They're to more, lying and dumb. They're trying to get more page views for the ufology blog. So they pull a picture like that of just RFID chips, and those of us who don't know what an RFID chip looks like go, "Wow, that's interesting." I know because my parents always had them uh, on the wall and underneath. And they put them in you. Underneath it said "Mark of the Beast." Not really, but you hear about that all the time. <laughs> like pretty soon, you're not going to be able to eat. Without an RFID chip. Like, what, really? It's like, I don't know. Well, maybe. It's the future. So, that's one of the problems, the the crackpots out there. Um, yeah. Well, don't forget Photoshop. Yeah. A lot of them, you look at it, you're just like, well, that's that's just clearly Photoshop. And even the There's a little alien logo waving. on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was even a problem with the Patient 17 story. Mm-hmm. And it's in the documentary towards the end, the object that they pulled out that they did the analysis on, they wanted to do more on. And literally, Jeremy Corbell inserts him himself into the documentary at this point. He's on the phone. He's like, hey, man, the guy who who um, the scientist who had the object that they pulled out of patient 17, they weren't able to reach him for months and months and months. Long story short, the object has since disappeared and they can't find it. So I was watching recently, I even brought this up i was watching that documentary they come in peace and everyone knows that they got that little disc from the alien that slit throats and they gave it to the scientists to keep it and when they went to get it back he'd been beaten up and it had disappeared by some government looking people are you done they come in peace you go in pieces i'm never done john i know the other thing that we got to talk about too is when it's pointed out that these objects don't have any machine-like properties. And the other thing is they're not even emitting signals. Like you said, they go, oh, well, it's radio waves. You can't, you know, you can't understand. It's just explained away as being tech so advanced that it's beyond us. That in and of itself could be believable, like I said before. If it was alien tech, we might not be able to differentiate it. But that's a really hard pill to swallow, you know, pun intended there. It's just this whole thing is is problematic in and of itself. It would be it would be surprising to me if they had tech so advanced that we couldn't understand it, yet they left it so uh, shallow that you can just cut it out with a scalp right. scalpel. <laughs> right. So you look at the whole, the evidence and what are you left with? Well, we don't know. And unfortunately, the best evidence we have comes from a problematic source in Dr. Lear. And so, again, it leaves a lot to be desired. Now, is that problematic because he was. Bob Lazard, or is it problematic because he really is problematic? Well, and and rest in peace, Doctor Lear. He he passed away a few years ago. Conveniently, 
We know you're out there. <laughs> I think that brings us to the conclusion of Alien Implants, Brent. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you got our opinion. What's yours? Let us know in all the normal places. Hop on Facebook, look up Hysteria Nation. You can also let us know on our Hysteria 51 page on there, at Hysteria 51 Pod on Twitter, and check out our Instagram. Just look up Hysteria 51 on there. We've got an Instagram. I've also posted something silly, uh, pictures from the show, pictures from our personal lives, um, a lot of personal pictures from John's that he doesn't know about. So just keep an eye out on there. And also, don't forget that new, uh, I think it's going to be a $30 tier on Patreon, <laughs> the Sniff John Goforth tier. Oh, that is not going to be a yes, tier. Yes, it is. And how do it they get not. there? You, if someone pays $30 and comes here, they can smell you. Uh, no, that's just creepy and gross. Why no. is it creepy? I, I'm 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 turning it down. I'm nixing it. I am telling you, it if, is. If you want it, you got it because it's our job to give. If you them want to pay thirty dollars for Patreon specifically to get a cent, I will take my cologne, spray it on a piece of paper, and mail it to you. <laughs> you know what? You won't even have to come to Chicago. He'll treat you like he's an Asian girl, and he'll send you his underwear. <laughs> what is happening? No, I won't. <laughs> Quit. You know what? If you want something like that, do it for yourself. I don't want it. They want your scent. They don't. They don't. We'll see. You're scaring everybody. We'll see. You're scaring everyone. Well, maybe they want to scare you. It's like it's like when you go out into the neighborhood on Halloween. No one goes out in the neighborhood on Halloween. All the neighbors know I patrol on Halloween. The streets are dead here. <laughs> that out a little bit. <laughs> usually, usually you go to the houses, you know, with the the lights on. Ours is the only house with the light on. And people go to the other ones. <laughs> I and I don't blame them. I don't. I don't blame them a bit. We can't. Uh, you know, we talked alien implants. Next, what are we going to talk? I'm David Pumpkins. Yes, yes. No, uh, we're going to do we're an not. entire episode on David Pumpkins. We are not. We are not. If we're not doing thirty dollars sniff, John Goforth, we're not doing David Pumpkins. Fine. Well, it's a trade off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget you can leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. we got a ton of them, so let's get to one right now. Hey, John, Brent, you too, Joe, <laughs> talking crap about Will Smith movies. I can't believe that I'm subscribing to a Patreon for a group of people that don't fully appreciate Will Smith. This is ridiculous. I think he might appreciate Will Smith a little too much, but that's that's another day. That's another time. He's got another fresh, day. fresh Prince posters all over his house. Yes. I can't. I, I just, it breaks my heart. I'll let it slide this one time, and I'll probably let it slide next time. <laughs> but you need to get your shit You do together. this 11 or 12 more times, I'm going to take a I'm out of here. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for doing the show. Have fun. He's right about one thing. We do need to get our shit together. <laughs> that that actually checks out. I'm okay with that. This is Padre of two. So I'm really hurt. I'm listening to this Georgia Guy Stones, and you said you guys had no voice notes except from some guy named Jesse. And I know you should have had at least three, at least two to three, maybe four from me. Motherfucker, we lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is didn't i just say earlier we don't really lie to you and guys. we also run on a delay a little bit yeah always on delay always on delay this is coming out in mid-october it's a uh, june right now no <laughs> but it is september <laughs> 2003 yeah i guess i just ain't funny enough but anywho uh one i want to know where can i go to that gofundme account to help you guys add a stone <laughs> uh yes two there was a podcast um, 
that I heard. I can't remember who it was, but they said that they claimed that they were able to get a hold of some letter or something and find out who R.C. Christian was, and the guy who's since passed away. Oh, there's a lot of that. And I think he could possibly be uh, Bill Gates involved because he's on record as saying that he wants to vaccine everybody to where we all shoot Vaccinate blank. or vaccine? And... Uh, eliminate some of the population by not letting this reproduce anymore. Um, that's a little taken so, out of context, but he doesn't uh, want to vaccinate everyone. You know, that's one possibility for the eugenics side of it. And uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, I wish you guys would have heard my voicemails or something and played them on the show. Them but, since oh, well, now, only- I believe, right? We have. Because we play every, we don't skip any other than Jesse's because we have literally over a dozen of them. So we wanted to put them together and we're going to put those on. Let's uh, also point out that Bill Gates wasn't exactly the billionaire that he is today in 1980. Uh, and the other thing about that is, too, when you're looking at the RC Christian, we kind of skipped over that because. There are so many roads that lead to who R.C. Christian is. A lot of people... It's, it's kind of like the D.B. Cooper thing. There are a lot of uh, different Dan, beliefs. Dan Cooper? Yeah, Dan Cooper. Uh, there are a lot of beliefs out there as to who it was, but, I mean, there's no 100% proof as to who it was. And we could have done another hour just on that. And a lot of the bigger ones aren't really those big names like Ted Turner and and, and Bill Gates and things like that. It's It's... I'm David Pumpkins. Leading uh, thought process. That's who it is. But, you know, it's one of those things where we just kind of we wanted to get the whole story in. So we didn't go down that road. But uh, that is. But he is right. There are there are letters. There are other pieces of evidence that uh, point people in certain directions as to who our people have have done dove into a lot of of avenues to try to figure out who he is. One Uh, more voicemail. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, guys, Uh, this is a. A.K.A. Snatch Twat at Skullfuck on Twitter. Anyway, I fucking absolutely love you guys' podcast. I uh, just wondering again, I want to touch base with you guys. Are you considering uh, Mel's Hole as a topic? Up. Again, that's funny. Anyway, you guys keep up the good goddamn work, man. I love your podcast. And again, I am pimping the shit out of it. Uh, again. My T-shirt's on the way, I think. Yes, it sure is. So he, he's a new Patreon subscriber, and uh, he's, he posts some pictures of all the, the pics. And every, Have you noticed that got? 79% of our listenership sounds like they're from the middle of Tennessee? That's awesome. Let them be. I No, I, I agree. Well, I, I want to hear people. I haven't heard one New York accent yet. Yeah, we did last your, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yours. Uh, no, uh, that guy called in, and we had the, we've had two New York accents recently. One was complaining that we... Uh, Hey, uh, C-Bob, maybe you don't pay me, maybe you don't walk so good. You know, that guy, and then there was another one that was... Yeah, but that was fake. I want a real one. No, you're saying it's fake. That hurts if that was real. Uh, I want. Oh, by the way, we have like tons. British announcer guy is fake. We have tons. We've been yeah, told yeah. that too. We were told that too. We have tons of British listeners who are who are very active in our uh, in our social media. Guys, call in. We want to hear from you, uh, Canadian listeners. We yeah. haven't heard any Canadian listeners. Yeah, we haven't heard we haven't heard the accents. So that'll that'll be great. Let's Nothing against our Middle America listeners. We are Middle America ourselves, but we would like to, we'd like to branch out. Omaha. You're from Somewhere Omaha? Somewhere in middle America. It's County Crow. It's one of my favorite bands. Okay. It's a heart that matters. <laughs> oh, so that's our take on alien implants and, and John explaining why he's got lumps everywhere. So with that said, I've been Brent. I do not have lumps and I'm still John. <laughs> he's been conspiracy, but stay woke meat sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. 
That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. <laughs>